0: just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. Welcome back again, friends, to another episode of the Joshua Project Podcast. Hey, I just want you to know, too, that This is a collaborated effort. This is not just a one-man show. There are many faces that go behind putting this podcast together. And one of the men that I want to recognize today is David DeWeese. He's actually an alumni of the project as well. And he's the man responsible for the intro and the outro music. So if you like it or you can't stand it, Call in and we'll just let David know. But seriously, we do appreciate your guys' phone calls and we encourage you to call in with prayer requests and your thoughts on the podcast. 567-482-0107 Again, that's Joshua 1 verse 7, our battle cry of the Joshua Project to be strong and courageous. We really do want to connect with you guys in unity over prayer as a band of brothers. You know, I hear those words from 1 Peter chapter 1, to be holy in all we do. And quite honestly, I struggle with that at times. Mm, Like when the guy in front of you is driving like a donkey. Or your boss is just being a real jerk. But God wants us as believers to aspire to grow in holiness. He did make us in his image after all. And that's not so that he had ugly versions and handsome versions of himself or hipster versions and nerdy versions of himself. But he wants us to grow in Christ likeness and do the habits and thoughts of him. And so I would ask, how do we do that? One of my favorite teachings from the book of Joshua is chapter 3, verse 5, where Joshua tells the Israelites before they cross the Jordan to consecrate themselves, to make themselves holy, to be set apart as a distinguished people. And so how are we doing that today? How are we distinguishing ourselves from the world, setting ourselves apart from the world For the Israelites, that meant taking a bath or refraining from sexual relations. And while we're not under those same laws and commandments, God still requires a level of holiness from us. And for each of us, it's going to be a little bit different. You know, I was out surfing the other day and it was just an absolutely beautiful day. I think I surfed for like three hours the waves were glassy, two to four feet, and there were two, maybe three other guys in the water. That was a really easy time to enjoy my time out there with my Creator, but I've also been out there with 27 other people in the water, and you have to jockey for position and fight for waves, and it's a lot harder during that time to sense the holiness of the opportunity. And so I would ask, what are we doing today to aspire and actively strive for holiness in our lives? You know, the greats that we have read throughout the years have given us models of what that looks like. And quite honestly, they're attractive, interesting readings, but I don't live the life of a monk. I don't get to spend hours in prayer on my knees every single day. But through our studies of the Bible and the greats of the past, we have examples of ways to seek holiness in our lives. Prayer, meditation, fasting, simplicity, study, journaling, scripture memorization, just to name a few. One of the things that we want to incorporate here is jp on the go where we get to talk to you guys about what's happening in your life so here's our first episode of jp on the go here i am at the end of the oceanside pier with my good friend david verdugo and this week we're talking about the subject of holiness let me just start with some simple questions dave like what are you reading right now
1: well funny you should ask uh Right now, going through the book from Tim Keller, Prodigal God, it's been an eye-opener. A lot of huge, heavy, new concepts that aren't really new concepts, but the way that he's presenting it is just bringing, it's bringing the word, it's bringing, it's just been eye-opening to see how how easily we can turn something that's so good into something that's so bad, and uh, it's been, uh, encouraging, you know, I don't know. It it just, it just changes the way you see things. Like I feel, I feel renewed, but at the same time, it just shows like how, how messed up we can become when we're not constantly checking in and constantly seeing how it was designed to be, how simple Christ's love is and Mm, how much that does for us and how freeing that is. So
0: in, in your, in your life has, was there a defining moment in your quest for holiness? Something that sticks out.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, There was a point, it was about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago now, and uh, I was on a a retreat. I was out at the end of my rope, which is where God likes to meet us a lot of times. Right. (laughs) And it was a a three-week retreat, just heavy counseling, heavy times of just prayer, meditation, meditation scripture and I was sitting there at this fireplace it was just me alone in this room and I was praying and I was just kind of praying through the day praying for people in my life and uh, as I was doing it the spirit was just opening up opening my eyes to see how how he is was so involved in in every aspect of my life it especially in the times when i felt alone the times when i felt abandoned the times when i felt that there was it was just hopeless and in there i was he he showed me how he was there how he was shaping me through those through those moments that he was giving me this treasure at that point to to make me who I am, to, to build me up into who I am. And, and there was, there was no other way. I would have chose different 10 times out of 10, but his way was perfect. And I, I, I wouldn't be who I was today. I'd be just some spiritual pansy. But now I feel like I have this, this truth that nothing can take away from me. That is so, you know, yes, I forget time to time and become short-sighted and overcome with you know these cares and concerns, but that truth is so ingrained in me, and now I feel like I have this truth in my heart that will never be taken away from me. And that's that—that uh, that was my moment right there, and my life from that point on has been been different and been redeemed.
0: Yeah, and I love how uh, you recognize the Holy Spirit working within you, and I think that that's huge in our quest for holiness is recognizing the help of the Holy Spirit. Amen, yeah. Um, What are some disciplines that you have practiced that you found joy in or a desire to participate more in? I think the two that really
1: have been huge for me have been prayer and study. And um, prayer has been like the power of prayer is so, so good. It's so, when you take the time to quiet yourself, to quiet your mind, quiet your heart, and just really allow God to speak to you, it's there's there's nothing else like it because we have the gift of being able to speak to the living God, the Creator, the My Savior, who who came and died for me, and I can have a conversation with him where he speaks to me speaks to my heart and gives me insight and consolation and it's just it's uh and it's great and you know and sometimes it's it's dry bones and it's and it's horrible but I know that he's teaching me through that too and it's just it's it's there and it's it's just coming before him and the fact that I can do that and that's been so good and and study I I love I love just soaking in God's truth and I love to, to learn more and I love to be able to that's just the way that I've been wired to to get out and to wrap my mind around something to it like just to attack it. And I feel lately God's just been giving me this hunger for for tearing into to new books, into new concepts, and to just um to do it. And it's been it's been good and you know, again sometimes it's it's like uh Chewing on hay, but lately it's been so it's been so rewarding and so so good just to to learn more and to to be able to use that
0: yeah nothing to replace the Bible ultimately that's our pure source of wisdom yeah. and knowledge but when we into Tim Keller's Prodigal God or Adam Stapmiller's Praying for Your Elephant. It just gives us a different component, a new insight into the truth that we're already studying. Yeah. Have you found any disciplines that you've struggled with or that have given insight into your life?
1: Yeah, I have. Um, the, first, the first of the disciplines um, I had the pleasure of tackling was fasting.
0: That's a fun one.
1: Yeah, that was, a a real experience. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, I thought, you know, whatever, no big deal. I could go in and, you know, skip a couple meals and, and go on with my life. And I was really excited to be, to be there, to have God teach me so many awesome things through that. And so, um, so I went out and started to, uh, like I'm doing all this stuff I basically went out didn't eat and just became a horrible person (laughs) and it was so it was like nothing I had ever experienced before in fasting you know I've done it before go ahead and uh put another crown or a jewel on my crown there but it's like I've done it before and you know God has been there and been like oh this is so good and you know you feel that that those happy warm fuzzy feelings but but this time I don't know if it was a season or, or, or whatever was going on in my life, but I just became so raw and I became angry, I became short-tempered. It just took everything that I, that I was struggling with that I didn't like about myself and brought it to the surface. And revealed so much to me. And it wasn't this, like, oh, God is so good and great and I just want to go out and sing hallelujah. But it was just this eye-opening of, like, this is what is in your heart. This is what is going on. And this is what I want you to work on. And that that was a gift. And that was, it wasn't what I wanted because I, I wanted to see better things. I wanted to just kind of ride this, you know, happy-go-lucky spiritual high and, and that wasn't what I got at all. It was this, this journey down into the depths and, and God was there with me. And I didn't see it at the time. I was just like, why do I feel so, so upset? I've, all of my, my personal struggles, I was lustful and angry and everything I didn't want to be, everything that I've been fighting to stop and I realized that I was fighting it on my own power and not surrendering it. And so, yeah, it was, um, it was good. It was bad. It was ugly, but it was just another moment for, for God's redeeming love to be, to be shown through
0: words of wisdom with David Verdugo. Hey man, this has been JP on the go. I have so much more to say on this topic of holiness. We try to limit these podcasts to about 15 minutes, and we're already at that point. But can I just steal the words of Bill Johnson? He says that God is always more interested in what he is doing in us as opposed to through us. So would you guys continue to grow in your trust of God and to actively strive for a greater obedience in your life? Let me assure you that this only happens in community and by the power and the dependency upon the Holy Spirit. So would you get together with your brothers and challenge and encourage one another as you pursue more holiness in your life? Would you build up patterns of holiness and take steps to increase that Christ likeness in your daily walk? And let me assure you, we're not doing this to get a better seat in heaven. We're simply doing this because we love God that much. So as you go out, my friends, would you make God's heart glad? Until next time, I love you guys.